0: ball talk daily episode 45 this episode is brought to you by stackwap.com stackwap.com slash podcast download every episode of blunt Blunt talk with lt and ball talk daily both the uh, podcast hosts by myself all right let's get it first thing we're going to talk about is the mvp race and the fact that it is over the mvp race has been done from time for me Yeah, James Harden is averaging 36 points per game, which is ridiculous. And, yeah, James Harden is doing his thing, and the Rockets are doing well, and blah, blah, blah. Milwaukee's the the best team in the league, number one ranked team in the league, have been for a long time. Um, They're probably going to be the only team to hit 60 wins this season. Well, they're the only team capable of still hitting 60 wins. Every other team can't possibly hit 60 wins, so... They could be the only 60-win team in the NBA. They have, what, the best home record tied with the Denver Nuggets, 31-6, and best home record. They have Giannis, the most dominant player in the league. And this is why Giannis is MVP, because he has the best team in the league, best home record, best everything, wire-to-wire. The most uh, double-digit wins, like 43, I believe, 44. Double-digit victories So Giannis isn't even playing Sometime in the fourth quarter So he's not even amassing the stats That Harden is amassing And he still averages 20, what, 27 And like 12 and a half Those are literally Shaq numbers With um the same type of Shooting percentage from the field Just more assists It's like those are Shaq MVP numbers, and the dominance is, like, beyond Shaq because Shaq was dominant, but you had to feed Shaq in the post. Giannis will just dribble up the court, take two steps from the three-point line, and he's dunking on anybody, barely jumping off the ground. It's not like he, he can't jump. He just barely has to jump to dunk. He jumps high when he needs to, but sometimes he's just extending over man's and dunking. he's just the most dominant player in the game right now in his mid-20s, in his prime, put on that that muscle to aid his uh, driving to the rim. Giannis is definitely the MVP and possibly the best player in the league. We'll find out who the best player in the league is in the playoffs. I think that's where we find out because every season it's always players playing great in the regular season and then you know the playoffs is going to come and LeBron's going to dominate. So it's always been clear LeBron's the best player in the league. But this season with LeBron not in the playoffs, they, they want to pass that torch. In my mind, looking at LeBron's stats, looking the way that LeBron's played, no, no, noticing that he had the injury, acknowledging that he had the injury and he was a little hampered and a little slow coming back, but he's still looking like he's getting back into LeBron form. LeBron's still definitely the best player in the league. Over the past couple of games, even when he's, like, just the past couple of games playing against, like, random teams, he's putting on the defense, he's showing people that he's still an elite defender, he's still getting all these steals, reading the passing lane, he's showing people his, his, his defense hasn't fallen back, it's just his effort at times has taken a back seat. But LeBron, to me, is definitely still the best player in the league. But the MVP, it's hands down Giannis. It's not even close to me. The fact that we're having the like, yeah, James Harden is putting up great stats, but you could rest Giannis for the rest of the year. Not many games left, but you could rest him for the rest of the year, and he's the he's the MVP to me. I don't even know why this is still a discussion. Um. Nick Wright on FS1 was getting mad at uh, anybody that says, "Oh, it shouldn't be a discuss It should still be a discussion." It's absolutely ridiculous that people are saying it shouldn't be a discussion. If it's absolutely ridiculous, then why are so many people saying that it shouldn't be a discussion at this point? We know it's Giannis. If Giannis doesn't win this MVP, he's robbed. James Harden. At some point, we could acknowledge your stat padding. At some point, people are going to have to acknowledge your stat padding. Ever since LeBron has been talking about his legacy and building his legacy and chasing the, goat, uh, the the ghost of Michael Jordan and all of this shit. And you see how much stats he was amounting and all the shit he, LeBron's done in his career, going to uh, Miami, winning those rings, forming the big three and everything. Ever since then, everybody was, has been trying to follow his blueprint to try to basically do what he's done, but just better and you know propel themselves and elevate their argument for the, you know the best of all time the greatest of all time i i see that going on like first we've seen it with kevin durant going to golden state and winning the two easiest rings any superstar could ever win going on a 73 win team It's like don't get me wrong obviously kevin durant's one of the best players in the world but i feel like there's a trend that is going on now with the nba superstars and like not just Kevin Durant like Kevin Durant yeah he won his he won his rings so his it kind of just validated all of the stats and all of the the winning he's done that got him to the point but he's never actually won any you know championships up to that point it kind of solidified how great he was by you know going to Golden State and winning those rings so i see his angle but it kind of he kind of tried to make people think okay i got all these rings so i'm automatically that great but it's not rings just equal to greatness it's the path that you took to get those rings that equal the greatness and i think that is forgotten in all of this stuff it's like it's like creating a player on 2K and just putting 99 everything because you feel like or your whole team 99 everything because you just want to win everything but that doesn't mean you're really like what is what's great in that you're kind of just stacking the decks i'm not saying he's like okay like, Kevin, like, not Kevin Durant, James Harden. James Harden knows that, you know, okay, Kobe and Michael were great. They put up a lot of points. They won rings and shit. Uh, LeBron was great. He put up a lot of points. Still is great. Put up a lot of points, but he he added the rebounds and assist elements to the, you know, the career stats, and it really just took him into a different category, not really competing with Kobe, above Kobe, they competing with Michael Jordan in a different way because it's not just the scoring element. It's all the other stuff he does in the all around, which brings his argument to a better place to be, to being better than Jordan. So he actually has legs. That's why the conversation's always LeBron and Jordan, not Kobe and you know LeBron or Kobe and Jordan because Kobe was the same type of thing as Jordan. He just never reached it. That's the public. You know that's the that's the popular opinion that Kobe was the same type of player as Jordan. He's just not the caliber. Of, he's not just he's not the level. He's just a notch below. LeBron's a whole different caliber of player, so it's a different type of comparison. James Harden and Kevin Durant and the new age superstar that wants to b- basically surpass the Jordans and the Lebrons. Are doing it in a way where it's like, okay, James Harden, 36 points per game. I don't remember how many assists and um, rebounds off the top of my head, but these are like LeBron type of of numbers because Russell Westbrook started it first when he's like, okay, Kevin Durant left. I'm going to get this MVP. I'm going to average a triple-double. I'm going to be the triple-double guy. That's going to be my legacy. So it's not going to be... Soon, in like 20 years, no one's going to remember Oscar Robertson because he's not... He wasn't really... The biggest name in the first place, the Big O. It's, it's, it's the reason why he's not the biggest name. I'm not disrespecting his legacy. is because it's such long time ago, such a long time ago that none of these kids ever seen him play or know who he is really. So that's why his name's kind of in the background. Russell Westbrook's name is gonna replace that. So Russell Westbrook already has his plan, so he can to, for his legacy to be cemented. Russell Westbrook doesn't have to ever win a ring. He's gonna be the guy that averaged a triple double three seasons in a row, and that's enough. To build your legacy and then when people look back at it, they're going to look at this guy like, oh shit, the first time he did it, he averaged 30 points. It's like these are all these legacy pulls, but for me, I feel like that's false greatness because when LeBron was on his chase to win the rings, he was play, he was just playing. He wasn't playing for stats. He wasn't trying to just amount all these stats. He was playing the game the right way, and that's what cost him a couple of times because he wasn't the guy to take the final shot. He wasn't playing for the glory and everything. He just wanted to win. He wanted to be the best player he can be and win. When Kobe was playing, Kobe just wanted to win. Yeah, Kobe took a lot of shots, and, they, you know, he was uh, always called the ball hog or whatnot, but Kobe wanted to win Jordan they could say the same thing about Jordan ball hog takes a lot of shots they did it all in the in the chase of winning no one was chasing stats the chasing stats thing came after the the greatness of LeBron and LeBron stats and his everything he, that he's amounting because he hasn't won the championships that Jordan has won but he has all these stats and people like all the, all these stats could combat everything and kind of put him over the greatness mountain so Like, I feel like there's just this movement of just creating this, like, players are going for stats so much to the point where it's like, okay, we're showing our stats after, we're looking at our stat sheet. Like, Kevin Durant shot perfect or nearly perfect. He missed, like, one shot the other night, and he was talking about who he counts his shots and he's just Like, you're trying to win the game. What happens to trying to win the game? Now it's just about padding stats. How are we going to look forward and, and compare these guys to the legends of past if all we're doing is trying to pad stats? to make it look like something it's not, because stats only tell half the story. That's why Kobe Bryant is forever going to be historically underrated, because he never played for stats. Kobe Bryant was a way better three-point shooter than his stats credit him, because he'll take a three with three mans in his face, fade away, no time on the shot clock, not try, not not going for the turnover or passing it to somebody else with no time left because you're not trying to ruin your sh- shooting percentage type of play. Like, so it's like, we're gonna lose historical context if players keep playing for stats and trying to pad their stats. And that's why I'm not having none of this stuff. I have eyes. I was there. I lived through it. I'm not having it. I know who is better. I know who who ranks what. You're not reversing. You're not reverse engineering your greatness by joining the best team and then, like you know, having the best stats on the best team so you get the MVPs, the Finals MVP. Like I'm not playing that. I'm not playing the, you know control the ball for all of the game, have a usage rating that's through the roof, highest in NBA history type of shit to average 30. nah, we ain't playing that. Giannis is clearly the MVP because he's playing to win the old-fashioned way, the, the real way to play basketball, and it shows in the team success, and it shows in his stats and his PER and everything. He ain't padding stats. He doesn't even play half the fourth quarters because they're double-digit wins. It is obviously clear. Like, anyone that wants to read into any other narrative is just not seeing the picture right. Giannis for MVP. Ball Talk Daily. StackWop.com. You're...